Why is this man not a top 10 quarterback? He's been a top 10 once. It baffles me. This man is underrated. He's an underrated quarterback. Y'all get this man his flowers. And that's all I have to say about it. I not only believe in Derek Carr, Derek Carr is a top 10 NFL quarterback. This is a JNN presentation. Welcome back to Let's Talk Sports Podcast, NFL edition, where we ask you to just sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. I'm your host, Marcel, and I'm with my co-host, Jarmel. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great, my guy. How are you? I'm ready for some football. Yeah, it's about that time. Starting to, well, it's Arizona, so it ain't getting cool here. Okay. We have an exciting episode for you today. If you listen to the trailer for this episode, you know that we're talking about our underrated quarterbacks. We believe should be in the top 10 conversation during the regular season. We also have a new segment called Will Arama where I shoot out two players and me and Jarmel would choose which one we would rather have on our fantasy team. Also, bro, what starts this weekend? College football, man. Start week zero. With that being said, we will provide you with our college matchup of the week picks for sports betting at the end of the show. All these odds are going to be based off of fan duel purposes. Now, I know this is the NFL podcast, but you got to pay attention and look for look out for the rising stars and future of the NFL. That's why we bet college football. Plus, it's fun to watch. The tailgating, the crisp breeze of fall weather, the hype of two colleges, teams going back and forth barbecuing, beer. It's an overall fun time. Have you ever been tailgating before, bro? Uh, Yeah, I went to a few tailgates at Mississippi State in my undergrad years. Um, I currently go to the University of Memphis and our grad school, so I'm excited to see what they have to offer once the season kicks off. Okay. I tailgated for some Notre Dame games, and it was an untouchable experience when it comes to sports events. Everybody outside barbecuing. TVs are set up, beer and food is out. You know, I live in Arizona now, so I don't get the luxury of tailgating for my team unless I go back home to visit or something like that. And since I don't like the snow, I probably won't be going back as much. (laughs) See, that makes sense then. But with that being said, I will not ever, (laughs) and I will repeat this again, I would not ever become an Arizona team fan. I stay diehard and true to my team. I have rep Irish forever. I'm not going to switch. And we got two colleges here that one north and one south. And I have all the opportunity. I live down the street from one, but I would never be a fan of theirs. Now, I'll go to their game if Notre Dame plays them, which was once in eight years. <laughs> So you want to go see Arizona play Arizona State? I'll go watch it, but Not at all, yeah. I stay true to my team. Jersey. None of that. No jerseys. Oh, no. That's the waste of money. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm not buying a jersey from them. That's a, I'll be throwing money down the drain. I would never wear it, no matter what. Oh, I look good with these shoes, so I would never wear it. <laughs> so do you rep your team when you go tailgating? 
Yeah, I do, man. I do wear my team when I go tailgate. And um, I have this Mississippi State hoodie that I usually wore when I went to the games. And when I go to a few games, I got a Memphis hoodie. Because usually it gets about cool during the season when I decide to go. It's typically too hot in August. So in September, that's right. a little too warm. So, you know, I ain't trying to go there. Right. That's the best time to go in the fall, man, where it's hoodie season. Yeah. You can throw your hood on and... Uh, Get out there in the morning, drink some uh, hot chocolate or coffee, whichever one floats your boat, and uh, get that grill started. Transition from hot coffee to maybe a cold beer. You know, that's enough talk about college football. Uh, We're about to switch gears and talk about this Super Bowl. Uh, we made two picks last episode. As the people tell me, it was too early to talk about football or Super Bowl. Is it too early to talk about the Super Bowl? It's never too early to talk about the Super Bowl. Some people have been talking about the Super Bowl since last Super Bowl. Right? <laughs> so in this episode, uh, last episode, I mean, I made my pick for the Super Bowl. I picked the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Now, his rushing has increased as well. Eight more attempts from 2020 to 2021. And of course, if your attempts went higher in rushing, you best believe the rushing yards increases what? 68 more yards rushed from last year to this, or from two years ago to last year. That is the average of 0.6 more yards per carry from 2020 to 2021. This dude is just a beast. I mean, he's an overall beast. His sacks decreased by one. And this is my favorite one right here. From 2020 to 2021, his fumbles went down from eight to one. That's insane. And, and you don't just have, you don't just have the quarterback. You got to run it back. Austin Eckler. He was 14th in rushing attempts with 206. He was 12th in rushing yards with a 911. He was fifth in touchdowns with 12. And he had a, he averaged 4.4 yards per carry. Those are solid numbers. And I guarantee he's going to improve this season. But his receiving yards was amazing for a running back. That's where he made his money. 70 receptions with 647 receiving yards and eight touchdowns. That is an average of 9.2 yards per reception as that's wide receivers points per reception right there but let's go to the wide receivers you got keenan allen sitting at 106 receptions with 1138 receiving yards he has six touchdowns and averaged 10.7 yards per reception we got another one mike williams 76 receptions 1146 receiving yards nine touchdowns and an average of 15.1 yards per reception the dude was all over the field you got gerald everett as the tight end you got joshua kelly backup and jalen guyton last year the chargers o-line was ranked second in the afc west and 12th in the nfl this year the defense is ranked sixth in the nfl why two words Khalil Mack. He was a tremendous boost to their defense. Teaming up with Joey Bosa is going to be a sight to see. I can't wait to watch them two, two together. That's Joey. Yes, it is. The reason why is because Joey Bosa was 10th among, among edge rushers, but you got J.C. Jackson back in the corner. He had eight interceptions last year, which was tied for second in the NFL. Man, this... This good Chargers team has improved to a great Chargers team. They improved in all the right spots, filled in all the holes. They draft picks was solid. 
I don't see why they can't win the division and take the Super Bowl. That's my claim. But I have a co-host. That's the so I'm excited to, to see his and see who he picked for his Super Bowl. But before, you added a Super Bowl pick as well. I did. Um, so let me hear what you're talking about. So last last episode, I said Tampa Bay was my Super Bowl pick. And they still are one of my Super Bowl picks. I'm still riding. But I did some more research. And um, I'm taking Las Vegas Raiders at plus 4,000 as my Super Bowl Wait pick. Wait a minute. Here. Hold on. Hold on. So I got the charges and you want to double down with the Raiders. Yeah, because I have the Raiders winning the division at plus 700 too. Yeah. I'm doubling down so, with the Raiders. Yeah. All right, go ahead. It, it sounds crazy. It, do, it does sound crazy. But there are some more key additions to this team that are highly important that helps this offense as well. But the additions were defensive additions. They added Chandler Jones to the defense and signed Max Crosby to an extension this year. Chandler Jones last year with the Cardinals had 41 tackles, 10 and a half sacks, and six force fumbles. Last year, the Chargers, the Raiders alone had, I believe, one forced fumble. So that is an improvement alone in turnover differential. Mm-hmm. But that addition of Max Crosby signed him to an extension. He led the NFL with 92 quarterback pressures last year. So, I mean, like that, they've really done well this offseason with keeping players that they've had. And, um, and made some improvements along that defense. You got Jonathan Abram coming back. He recorded 64 tackles, one interception, and four pass defend, passes defending in 14 games last season. They had a new defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, to help boost their defense, bringing in some new defensive calls coming in. I think the Raiders defensively have made enough improvements. Okay. So you, you believe in that not just the offense. You believe the defense is going to help them make it to the Super Bowl and win. Yeah. I mean, they do say defense wins championship. And, I mean, True you, that. Can score, you can score 50 points, but if your opponent scores 51, you still lose the game. All right. So, you 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 are all in for uh, Derek Carr. Yeah. You think, yeah. You think they're going to score enough points and the defense is going to minimize the rest of the NFL and uh, allow the Raiders' offense to score more than the opponents? I not only believe in Derek Carr, Derek Carr is a top 10 NFL quarterback. Okay. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay. And that is our next subject. So you might as well keep going. Let, let's address, first, let's address the elephant in the room. Everybody's going to talk about his overall record, 57 and 70, and how his improvement has only been recent the last few years. If you were a quarterback and you had five head coaches and four different offensive coordinators in your career, your overall record wouldn't be too good either. When he finally got an offensive-minded head coach in John Gruden, he showed an increase of passing yards by five front. I mean... Throughout his career, he's had over 31,000 passing yards, 193 touchdowns, and 65% completion percentage. He's the all-time leading passer in Raiders history in passing touchdowns, passing yards, games with multiple touchdowns, and a pass rating of at least 100 points. 
and he leads with 30 game winning drives. This is all while having he just developed decent receiving core these past few seasons, man. But now he's back with probably the receiver he's ever played with. I don't want to put words in the guy's mouth, but we can look at the numbers. When he played with Devontae Adams at Fresno State, the last time they played together, Devontae Adams had 131 receptions. I know it's been a while since they played together, but they've only gotten better. So I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. And now Hunter Riffro doesn't have to worry about being a number one receiver. You move over to number two, take some pressure off with Darren Waller. Because, I mean, you have to double-team Devontae Adams. Right. Definitely got to double-team him. Hold so on, since since they might have to double team Devontae Adams, who's gonna be the star wide receiver? Devontae Adams or Hunter Renfro? That's up to Derek Carr. Okay. I think at this point, I think they have kind of a pick your poison. Okay. I can I see mean, that. You gotta look at what Justin McDaniels did when he was had Tom Brady and then in, in the Belichick system, I think he's gonna bring that same kind of system. Right. But um, I want to go back because you said you had the Chargers. Do you think Chargers will sweep the Raiders this year? Or do you think they're going to split? Um, I don't think they're going to sweep them. Um, I believe... I believe Chargers have a upper hand over the Raiders. And that's one of my beliefs. And that's the reason why I believe they're going to win uh, the division. So we have a division rivalry and let's talk sports podcast right now. Uh, we have developed that in two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to split. I don't think either team is going to sweep. I honestly think that's going to be the toughest division in the NFL. I believe that. I think that's going to be a pretty tough division to compete in. I'm excited honestly, to watch it and see how it plays out. Honestly, I believe whoever wins that division has a better case of winning the Super Bowl. That's how tough I think that division is. I have to agree. So you got Derek Carr. He's underrated. Yep. He needs to be in the top 10 conversation, but he's not. How many yeah. times has he been in top 10 quarterback? Um, he's only been a top 10 quarterback once in the past five years. Um, he's pretty much averaged about... 13th over the past five years. Okay. So he's just outside of the top 10, but you got to think that recent surge that he's had has kind of elevated him more, if you will. Right. And so you believe, obviously, if they're going to win the Super Bowl, he's going to be top 10. Yeah. This year. You know, okay. So we each had to choose one, and I'm going to run down my numbers first because I'm finna go on this rant about this uh, quarterback I believe is super underrated and y'all need to give him his flowers. So 2021, he had 4,221 passing yards and 33 touchdowns. The year 2020, he had 4,265 passing yards and 35 touchdowns. The year 2019, he had 3,603 passing yards and 26 touchdowns. The year 2018 and 2017, he had over 4,000 passing yards and roughly around 30 touchdowns. 
been to the wild card three times in a divisional round once, set numerous franchise records, and was in the Pro Bowl in 2017. Ranked third all-time in completion percentage with at least 1,500 pass attempts and seventh in the NFL all-time regular season career passing rating. Most 300-yard passing games in a season, six. Most 300 hold on, passing... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said yeah. most consecutive pass attempts without an interception. What number was it? 224. I think I know who you're talking about. Keep going. If you don't mind. Most, most pass completions in a regular, regular season, 406. Most consecutive passing without an interception at home, 232. Most 400-yard passing games in a career, three. Most 4,000 passing yards in a season, three. Most consecutive 4,000 passing yards in a season, three. I know exactly who you're talking about. My I'm guy. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. My Kirk guy. Cousins. Why is this man not a top 10 quarterback? He's been a top 10 once. It baffles me. This man is underrated. He's an underrated quarterback. Y'all get his man his flowers, and that's all I have to say about him. <laughs> that's my guy. That is my guy, man. It's I, crazy. I don't, I don't understand it. He got all the accolades, and no one's talking about him. I know why. It's, it's, it's Washington, man. I believe throw this man on the Thursday night football a couple couple times throughout the year. Let him get some Sunday night prime time. Cause nobody people people watch Monday, but you back at work, you kinda tired, you're not really paying attention. But that Thursday, from Thursday to Thursday, you ready for football. Yeah. When Monday night hits and you got Tuesday, Wednesday, you ready for Thursday by Tuesday. True. So everybody's watching. Man, get my man on a Sunday night game so you can advertise it all day throughout the day. There you go. Now, I have my rant about Kirk Cousins. We're going to flip the script to our Will Arama. I'm going to shoot out two running backs. Me and Jarmel is going to say which player we would rather have on our fantasy team. All right, you ready? Yep. Najee Harris or Derrick Henry? Najee Harris. I, I would go with Derrick Henry. DeAndre Swift or Ezekiel Elliott? DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I will go with DeAndre Swift all day. Ramondre Stevenson or Elijah Mitchell? I'm going to have to go with your boy, Ramondre Stevenson. I definitely got to go with him. Fan, betting, all of it. He's a Patriot. Got to go with him. So, A.J. Dillon or Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. I would have to uh, this one was kind of neck and neck to me I think it was this is how I play this one if I was behind you in a fantasy draft and you picked Tony Pollard I would be fine with AJ Dillon okay uh yeah I just, I go with Tony Pollard more so because he, he may just return a couple of kicks for the Cowboys to a punch at some point during the season Okay. For the versatility and be able to get more touches. Okay. James Robinson or Gus Edwards? Ooh, this is a tough one. Gus Edwards. I I would say Gus Edwards this year. 
if it was two years ago, James Robinson all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, last year, James Robinson was not James Robinson. I think he was in his head too much. And he didn't play up to his caliber standards that he used to. Gus yeah. Edwards is an up-and-coming running back that's prevailing. So I can see why Gus Edwards was chose. All right, we got one more. Mark Ingram or Dontrell Hillard? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Dontrell Hillard on this one. Man, you got you to gotta go with big trust. You got to go with Mark Ingram, man. I, I would take Mark Ingram over Dontrell on this one. Okay. So we got some similar similarities. We got some differences. Yeah. Yeah, but you, but that, you play more fantasy than me, though. So you know, I'm not the, not a fantasy guy. Yeah, we got to get you in there. We got to get you. We'll start one next year. I was thinking about doing a dynasty. So for all the listeners who wants to participate in a dynasty next year, we we we're rolling it out. Ooh, now be interesting. We might have to uh, save that for an episode because I got a lot of questions about dynasty. Oh. It's a it's a around a year fantasy football. You draft your your main team and you gotta you're pretty much the general manager and you the coach and you the players, you all of it. You gotta prep for future instead of just right now. You you got two different types of managers. You got the managers that are like, we're gonna win this year, we'll worry about next year. And then you got the other managers that's, I I don't care, we're rebuilding. Because every year you don't draft new current players, you draft new uh, rookies. Okay. So. That sounds like fun. uh, It's a ball. It's a ball. Now, we will be posting plays on Twitter. Um, We have our full slate that will be posted on Twitter either Friday night or Saturday morning uh, for NFL and college football. Now we have a section for listeners to interact with us. We would like to chat with y'all, ask us some questions, give us some topics y'all want to go over in the future episodes. If you need to contact us, you can find us at at J&M Let's Talk on Twitter. If you need to reach me personally, you can reach me at at MarineBoy underscore 1221. Now, bro, let everybody know how they can reach you. Uh, if you want to reach me on Twitter, you can reach me at, at JLewis06. And if you want to reach me on the Action app as well, it's um, at JLewis06. So you can actually follow me on both and be able to get my plays through both of those apps as he said he's running action I will be running action as well so if you missed the plays on Twitter or we're further down the timeline and you're like man what they play if you have action jump on action Uh, check us out on action we have all our plays Uh, our units will be tracked as well um, with college and with the NFL we have been betting preseason NFL but we're not tracking those as units. Once week one starts, that's when our units start. 
that is it for our show, guys. Thank you for sitting back and relaxing. We hope you enjoy the content. Until next time, we'll see y'all later. Peace.